in our weekday masses, our weekday masses, we have been reading in the first reading the story of Moses. We've been reading that story for several weeks now. And today we come to the end of the story of Moses. We come to the moment of his death. He has led the Israelite people out of slavery in Egypt. He's led them through 40 years of wandering in the desert. Now they are entering into the promised land. And he is on the top of a high mountain. He's looking at the vast promised land that God is promising the Israelites. And God tells him that, that he, God indeed will lead them into this land and allow them to occupy this land. But that Moses himself, he will only be able to feast his eyes on the promised land. He will not be able to go into the promised land himself. And sure enough, he dies on the top of that mountain. There's a lot of speculation as to why God did not allow Moses to enter into the promised land. We seem surprised by that, but should we be surprised? Should we be surprised? Wouldn't we be more surprised if he'd entered? By that I mean that this is the way of our, our Christian life, isn't it? That, that God asks us to do things. God asks us to do Christian work. And very often, more often than not, we do not see the results of our Christian work. Christ, God asks us to, to plant seeds, but not to see the harvest, to, to allow someone else to reap the harvest of those seeds. This happens again and again. And God simply asks us to trust, to trust that the harvest will come. I just came back from a weekend in Grand Coteau where our Jesuit seminary is, and we had a Jesuit event there. There were a, a, a bunch of uh, young men who are considering joining the Jesuits, and one of them sought me out. He's from Kansas City, and years ago, I started a program where I would take uh, several five to ten novices, Jesuit novices, bring them to Kansas City and work there for two months in various Catholic apostolates. We worked in the prisons, in soup kitchens, but also in parishes and parochial schools. We did that for about eight years, many years ago, and it went really well. Well, this young man came and found me this weekend, and he said, Father, I want you to know I'm from Kansas City and I now work full-time for the Catholic Church, and I'm considering becoming a, a, a priest or a brother. And he said, when I started asking myself, when did I first start considering the priesthood or the brotherhood? He said, I had this memory that I had forgotten about, this memory of young Jesuit novices and their clerics and their collars, coming to my parochial school, resurrection school, and they just seemed so joyful coming classroom to classroom and playing with the kids and singing to the kids and teaching the kids. He said, it was this memory from my early childhood. And he said, I think that's where the vocation began. Neither of us know who that novice was because I brought about 80 over eight years. And so none of us know who that novice was. But that novice was like Moses. He did his work, and now there's a harvest that he knows nothing of. This will be true for you as well. The Christian work you do today, 
You may see the harvest, but you probably won't. You'll do some investment, maybe the investment simply of a smile or of an encouraging word, and there'll be a harvest that you will know nothing about, that you will simply have to trust will come at a later time. There's a wonderful reflection by Bishop Utner. It's generally called the Romero Prayer, and it sums up well this idea of planting seeds that someone else will harvest. It helps now and then to step back and take the long view. The kingdom is not only beyond our efforts, it is beyond our vision. This is what we are about. We plant seeds that one day will grow. We water seeds already planted, knowing that they hold future promise. We lay foundations that will need further development. We provide yeast that produces effects beyond our capabilities. We cannot do everything, and there is a sense of liberation in realizing that. This enables us to do something and to do it well. It may be incomplete, but it is a beginning, a step along the way, an opportunity for God's grace to enter and to do the rest. We may never see the end results, but that is the difference between the master builder and the worker. We are workers, not master builders, ministers, not messiahs. We are prophets of a future, not our own.